0: Welcome to the speaking of tangents podcast a podcast for your ears today's show is brought to you by daylight savings time it's time once again to change your clocks this weekend in fact so be sure to set your clock backward or forward whichever one it is for daylight savings time oh quick note this promo only applies to our new zealand listeners so if you're in new zealand It's time to change your clock for Daylight Savings Time. If not, you can just ignore this. This promo is paid for by the Commission to Make New Zealand Important Again now that those Hobbit movies are all done filming. Oh, I'm Jason.
1: Howdy, I'm KJ, and in this episode, we review our week with stories of broken arms and pink donuts, huge honors, and baseball rackets.
0: Then we'll have a segment of Pronounce This, which it's been so long since we've done that, I even forgot it was a segment, to be honest. Oh, and do we have a guest?
1: And we'll wrap it all up with feedback, plus an armload of conversational tangents.
0: Too soon. In a week, week, things happen.
1: Yes, they do.
0: And now, we'll review.
1: Yes, we will.
0: Those things that happened.
1: The things that happened.
0: It's the speaking of tangents.
1: Week in
0: review. So, what is up this week?
1: Well, good is up this week.
0: Oh, good! It sounds like it's better than last week.
1: Better than last, yes. We've had a huge week in this household. We we have added more initialization. Oh, yeah. So, I'm,
0: I'm interested. Okay.
1: So, the Hall of Famer. In addition to the HOF, now is TOTY, T-O-T-Y, Teacher of the Year. That
0: could also be an anagram. What? Teacher of the Year?
1: Teacher of the Year. Yes. The Hall of Famer was selected as the Minnesota Elementary Physical Education Teacher of the Year.
0: That's awesome.
1: So very exciting, really big deal around here. I'm proud, though not surprised. Um, <laughs>
2: that's, that's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely not surprised. Um, so anyway, just a shout out to the Hall of Famer. Congratulations. Well-deserved. Yes. Now, how about you? I know you tweeted something in response to this tweet that I'm going to read from Todd Takei. Okay. At Tooth Takei. Looks at podcast app. Looks at watch. Sees no new episode. I think that your tweet that you sent in response to him hints that maybe your week wasn't as pleasant as the Hall of Famer's week? Uh, not
0: as, you know, not as rewarding, uh-huh. we'll say. Yep. Uh-huh-huh. But um, <laughs> actually, um, it turned Love out okay. It. Just kind of uh, tricky in the middle. The reason why the podcast wasn't up as early as we normally post it on Fridays now uh, is typically I get up on Friday morning, you know, if there's maybe a one or two little things left to fix with it, I'll fix it, you know, and then post it. hmm Well, I was up really late on Thursday, like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. on Thursday night, the night before last week. So I didn't get it posted on Friday. And the reason that I was up is because my daughter, my six-year-old, thought she was a superhero, tried to jump off the couch. I guess maybe she <laughs> no. thought she could fly or thought she could, you know, jump long distances because she tried to jump from the couch off, off the couch over the ottoman. Oh, boy. And. She caught her foot and she fell, like landed, came down really hard on her elbow on Ugh. the ground. And um, I was like, I think she's okay. And Jason's wife was like, I don't know. And she was kind of, she cried a little bit, but then she, which is a lot, which is a big deal for her, honestly. That, And that's why I think uh, Deanna was kind of upset about it because she was like, I, she, you know, she's acting like she's really hurt. And so it's like okay, so she took her to the urgent care, and they did an X ray, and she broke her elbow.
2: Oh gosh!
0: Yeah, her and elbow, her elbow.
2: Oh my broke, goodness! Uh,
0: the the it's like a I could get it's like a six word long you know medical term for what they said it was, but basically she broke her elbow. It's so like, the, did
1: she break that actual elbow bone, the funny bone that we know of?
0: Yeah, it's basically the funny bone, because when you see it on the X ray, it's like the bottom um, outside of the humerus, like right where you can feel where the bone is in your elbow. That's what that's what broke.
1: Oh, the radius. Um or the olecranon process. I have no idea. Okay. It's
0: in the but it's in her it's in the upper part of her elbow. So it's like it's not the radius or the ulna, it's the it's the humerus. It's in the humerus. Oh, in the humerus, like okay. Inside the elbow part of where that where it attaches. Yeah. Welcome to medical podcast.
1: Distal humorous, I bet.
0: That's exactly right. Distal that's exactly humorous right. fracture. Yeah, that's the word, distal. Um, and then, so... Oh,
1: poor thing. I know that you yeah. guys, you know, you, you call her the destroyer. Yes. So it, she I thought was kind of living up to that, right? Living up yeah. to that name. Oh, poor yes. thing. Is she okay now? It's like...
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, she's fine. It's like only, you know, the Hulk is strong enough or Thor are strong enough to break things in their own bodies. Like only her own force from jumping off the couch was able to break her own bone. So that's that's the way I look at it. No one Uh, else
1: will break the Destroyer (laughs) but the Destroyer.
0: (laughs) No one makes me bleed my own blood. You know, (laughs) that kind of situation. So we took her there and the urgent care said you need to take her to Children's Hospital where they have a... Uh, their ER has a pediatric um, uh, orthopedist on call all the time. They're there all the time and they will because you don't want to get messed this up because you've right. got growth plates in there and all this stuff. You yep. want to go and I would take her there immediately tonight. So this is like eight o'clock at night. We take her to the ER, which is, you know, on the other side of Atlanta, basically. So we're there at the children's hospital and sitting in the ER waiting room and there's a waiting room and then there's like an interior waiting room, which I didn't know about. So you like have the regular waiting room and then you go see the nurse and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to go to a room. And then they send you to like through this door and it's like another waiting room.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which, you're one <laughs> step a closer.
0: Yeah, but yeah, moving in the right direction. And it right. was totally fine. And we, we sat there for a while, but, you know, everybody was great. The first nurse that we checked in with, she's asking us questions, you know, like just checking like general questions about how did this happen, this and that. And she, she asked and um, Jason's wife was answering the questions. And I, cause as I was kind of like helping my daughter sit, you know, um, in the chair that they were like, it's like, she sits in this chair and it's like a scale built into it. So they don't have she have to stand up to wear. So it was kind of cool. That's the first time I'd seen one of those. Hmm. Um, so she, she's sitting in this chair and they're weighing her. So I'm helping her get up in the chair and Jason's wife is answering the nurse's question. And the nurse asked about three or four questions in, she says, um, so is there any violence in the home that we need to know about on a regular basis? Yeah. And, <laughs> Which, I mean, good question to ask because you want, you know, domestic violence and stuff. You know, some kid comes in with a broken arm or, you know, right. you know spouse comes in with something, you know, black eye or something like that. You, you Obviously, I think it's awesome that they check into that and they look into that a little bit more um, and don't just go, oh, well, there's nothing going on here. Um, and so <laughs> my wife, Deanna, had been answering the questions and for some reason she didn't hear her. And so she doesn't <laughs> say anything and oh, she just no. looks at her like
1: hesitates.
0: Yeah, she just looks at her and I'm like, um, no, there's not. <laughs> and uh, Deanna's like, what, what? Because she was like kind of looking at my daughter when she was answering the questions. And so I guess she just, she goes, oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. And the lady asked, the nurse asked the question again. Deanna was like, no, no. And I was like, and the nurse was like, okay, that's, that's good. She goes, I know, you know, I have to ask this. I said, no, no, no. I'm glad you asked it. I <laughs> just, I wish, you know, wish my wife hadn't hesitated because she didn't hear you right there at that point.
1: Yeah. Which was, well, you know, he- funny. The the one that's the wrong
0: question to hesitate on.
1: It is the wrong question to hesitate on. But it's also uh, the one problem I have with that question. I know they have to ask it, but they if they're suspecting that one or the other is violent towards the other, they should not ask the question with both people in the room.
0: I agree. They need to
1: make sure you're ask individually, because what are they going to do? Let's just say that we know that, that there's a violence in the home. So you're going to yes. ask that question right in front of, let's say it's the husband. I'm just going with statistics here.
0: Stereotype. Yeah. yeah.
1: If the husband is, you know, be- beating the wife, being violent towards the wife, or is the, the wife or the kid, is the, is the, are they going to say yes in front of the nurse? Because the nurse, they're Probably not going to drag the husband to, the, to the, um, uh, the police department right at that moment. They need to well, ask Well, there are that. police
0: officers in the ER.
1: Okay, well, maybe they are, but it's it just they sets right. the. They were right. They were literally up. like
0: five feet away from me when she asked me that question.
1: Oh, okay. Well, they it were just sets at the, the guard station. I think it sets the person up for failure. They're not going to answer that I question agree. truthfully all the time.
0: Well, here's what I think it is. I think it is the emergency room trying to cover themselves legally in oh, case sure. they miss something yeah they just need which to ask disturbs him. me to no end you know yeah. bothers me you know how when people are like well we're gonna live up to the again the letter of the law and not really the spirit of the law and right. honestly i think if they suspected she didn't suspect anything she just because she basically said you know i don't think you know, that this is anything to do with that i just have to ask just right. legally on this form i have to ask and so i feel like and i've seen it before where they split the parents up mm-hmm. which i mean this came maybe like some sort of profiling in some case right? where they're, but they're, I feel like I got the feeling that if from what she said to me after that, that if and she didn't come out and say it, so I don't know, but I just got the feeling that she was like, okay, if I, if I felt like something was wrong, we would do this individually.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I would hope because you're I right, would hope so. You're absolutely too. right. Yeah. So after that, we go to the second waiting room and we wait there for a little while. And we go in, and um, we had taken, she had taken, the, the urgent care had taken x-rays, and so we had brought them on a CD that they had given us, just so that there's no issue with, you know, getting them over to the internet and that kind of stuff, or transfer medical records. They just gave them to us on a CD and said, here, take this, and they'll be able to look at this. So we're in there, and the doctor comes in and is like, well, we can't open the x-rays on the CD, so we're going to have to take more x-rays. And oh. we were like, okay, that's that's okay. fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so... so My daughter is, like, telling jokes, like, telling knock-knock jokes and cracking up laughing (laughs) and, like, entertaining the nurses and the doctors as they come in to the one point where the x-ray, the nurse who took us to get us the x-rays said, you know, did they maybe give her a little bit too much pain medication because, (laughs) you know, she seems a little silly right now. And I was like, nope. I said, they gave her nothing. And she was like, what? Yeah, that's funny. they gave her nothing. And she's like, are you kidding? This is an incredibly painful break. She hasn't had any pain medic. I said, she hasn't really acted like she's in pain since we put the sling on there and came down here like, you know, two hours ago. And they were like, oh, and I think they thought the urgent care gave it something to her. The urgent care thought that we gave something to her at home before we brought her there. So nobody gave her any pain medication. And we assumed, you know, if she needed it at the urgent care of the hospital, you know, we didn't know we were going to end up in the E.R., but I just assumed if they thought she needed it, they would give it to her. And she didn't ever act like she needed it. So they were like, she's incredibly tough. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I know.
1: Well, you don't get the nickname destroyer by being weak.
0: There you go. So we're, we're laying there cracking up. And the, the next nurse that came in, because we went through like a whole shift change while we were there. We got like two doctors and like four different oh, nurses. That I bet came you in. did. And so the second nurse that came in, she was like, she, she's in a good mood for for this and I was like yeah and she's like I see you know we didn't give her anything we know that blah 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 at this point um, she goes there's a kid there's a teenage boy down the hall who has a tip what is normally a less painful break than this and he's in there you know he can't stop you know crying and you know he's real in pain all the time and I'm like I'm yeah that's a she's incredibly tough and so
1: that's funny. they
0: put the cast in her arm and it's this giant pink cast that goes from like her you know the edge of her hand round her thumb all the way up to almost her shoulder. Oh, wow. The whole the arm. Elbow, so it's the entire arm. And it's like bent in a L it looks like she's walking around like a pirate all the time. Um, and so we are driving home. This is like 3 a.m. We're driving home and I had promised her, you know, she was good and she behaved and, you know, she, you know, t- she was tough. That, you know, we would stop and we, she could get whatever she wanted on the way home. She's like, I want a pink donut. So we're like, okay, Dunkin' Donuts is like <laughs> 3-8. <3A. laughs> to match the, path, the cast? Yeah. Well, no, she's just like, she picked pink for the cast because they were like, okay, you could have white or blah, blah, blah. And they named three or four of the colors. And she's like, pink. And I was like, okay, of course. It's pink, her favorite okay. color." So pink yeah. donut. So we go, yeah. So we go in Dunkin' Donuts at like 3-15 in the morning with a six-year-old with a pink cast on her arm. And everybody in there is turning, looking at us like, "What is going on here?" Like it's out of some, you know, like, "Is this a joke?" What's what's happening here? Why do you have a, a six year old in Dunkin' Donuts at three in the morning? And on a school um, night, we got her donuts. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, it's like you know Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So that was my. We finally got home, and she's fine now. And she's actually she's back at school now. Uh, she missed like two days of school, and fortunately, it was on the weekend, so she didn't have. She wouldn't have been able to go to school like for. At least three or four days, so we had the weekend. So she missed the Friday and she missed the Monday, but she went back to school this week and's been doing great. And went from you know she was kind of hesitant at first with you know I don't want to move it because you got this cast that's you know restricting because she can't even bend her arm or wrist or anything, right? So it's very restrictive. And because of that, she was like, okay, I don't want to, I can't move it at all, and can't do this. And so she wore the sling around the first day of the old day and had to elevate it because of you know didn't want the swelling in the elbow to you know, cause the cast to cut off, you know, circulation in her hand and that kind of stuff. Um, so she had to elevate it all day. So she sat around for two, three days. And now she's like, we having to, we're having to like restrain her to keep her from like jumping off of stuff again. So <laughs> Resilient. <laughs> and resilient. I don't mean, I, yeah. oh yes, absolutely. And I don't mean physically restrain her. I mean, we have to keep, you know, keep an eye on her. We have to go up and down the stairs with her because I mean, she tried to go down the stairs earlier today, this morning before school. And I'm like, no, you, and it's on her arm that's on the side of the railing. Oh. And yeah. she she's fallen down the stairs like 4 or 5 times with two good arms. So, we're trying to trying, trying to you to, know <laughs> teach her to be a little more careful, careful. but she is yeah. just she is who she is, and it's awesome. So.
1: And okay, so I've got two questions. One question, which arm sure. is it? Did you say which arm it was?
0: It's her right arm and she's left-handed, so that's good.
1: Okay, so she's left-handed. I need to meet yes. Jason's daughter. Sure. She sounds super cool. And hello, left awesome. hander. Left hander, left hander, you know? Yeah. There's a bond between the South Ooh, weird. that's weird. Both mm-hmm. kids. Okay. And neither
0: me or Jason's wife are left-handed. We're right-handed.
1: That's interesting. Yes. Genetics.
0: Yes. Who, DNA. who knows?
1: DNA. Um and, DNA
0: and, ancestry.
1: Yes. And the second question is what kind of donut was this? Was it glazed? Was it cake? What was it?
0: Pink frosted with sprinkles.
1: Oh, sprinkles. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I could probably. I, I don't care about sprinkles, but frosted—that's that's a good one.
0: Yeah, well, and you know, with kids, half of it is what it looks like. Yeah,
1: they like the sprinkles. Yep.
0: Yeah, it looks like literally the donuts out of the Simpsons. You know, when you see like oh home yes, a pink yes. frosted, it looks it looks it's like a cartoon donut, and of course that's going to appeal to kids, and so she she loves it
1: absolutely. Well, I'm sure she'll do well.
0: Oh, she's great. It's. How long like does she said, have to wear that, to six weeks or what? Six to eight weeks.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. We go right. back
0: again. Yeah, we go back again into this week to a pediatric um, orth- orthopedic doctor to x-ray it again and check it out and make sure everything is headed in the right direction. And they will give us a better estimate. I would not be shocked if they take it off in two or three weeks with her
1: well be- that would be that would be pretty advanced if it's an actual true broken bone. It usually takes six weeks, although she's young enough that she might heal faster than most of us.
0: yeah. she's something else. she's pretty incredible, so i I would not be surprised
1: speaking of now speaking of arms being broken or twisted, shall I say um, you know what I, I I did have a good week. well, the Hall of Famer for sure had a good week. but yes. there was something that happened this week that really made me mad. Okay. So I'm going to inject here a little bit of Midwest bias. So I have season tickets to Minnesota Twins. And this year, since they're in the wild card hunt, season ticket holders get the chance to buy postseason tickets ahead of the general public. So I'm thinking about buying these things, um, these tickets. And then they send me the email With the pricing details. And I see this email and I just about fell out of my chair. First of all, before I even talk about the pricing, they they make you buy a strip and each strip contains one ticket to each of the possible postseason playoff games. So in case you're wondering, Jason, that's 14 games.
0: Yeah, so that's like through the World Series and everything, right?
1: Yes. 14 what? games. And that's only one strip. So if you want two tickets, which we do, you have to buy two strips.
0: Do you get a refund on any tickets that aren't actually usable because they don't actually play the games?
1: Yes, you would. Yeah, they, they, I would imagine that that would be just too much and there'd be, there'd be a mutiny. But yeah, you Holy get a crap, refund. I would hope so. But... Yeah, you get a refund, they're basically, or they're it basically goes
0: asking you for a loan.
1: You're giving them an interest-free loan. That's exactly what it's loan, yeah. And the same thing happens when I mean, I just uh, renewed my season tickets for next year. Now they make you do it this early, and that's just about getting the money in their pockets. Wow. Yeah. So, but the the prices are four times what they are during the regular season
0: per game. and it's crazy.
1: Per game. So that is ridiculous. So if I wanted to go to this postseason, I'd have to shell out, for two tickets, I'd have to shell out over $2,800 right now.
0: What? Right up front.
1: Right up front. I'm sorry, but most people, I don't anyway, have $2,800 if I put it on my credit card just lying around for the next time the bill comes. I mean, I could scrape something together and do it, but I don't want to. You know no. that's just. I, I really think they're not alienating for, not for
0: baseball tickets.
1: No, I think they're alienating their fans, especially the average fan that doesn't. You know, the rich fan might. I mean, I don't know if they're trying to get corporate people to buy these postseason tickets or what, but I think that this is a ridiculously stupid policy. They should be t- doing these per game. If, and again, I think it's because they want a loan. I want they want the money.
0: Yeah, if they get enough people to buy into this, that's they could. Put the money into something and gain in the amount of time it would take. Because even if they don't make the postseason, when is the regular season over? A couple weeks? End of September.
1: End of September. So next week. Yeah. Because
0: a week from Sunday is October 1st. Yeah. So that means for a week, if they get everybody who's a season ticket holder to buy multiple tickets, that's a good chunk of money that they could put somewhere. And they're making a little money off of that just in interest alone. Or maybe they invest it. Maybe this is a pyramid scheme, you know. Hedge fund situation, and they're hoping that it—you know—that would be hilarious to me personally. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah. it'd be awful. But if you know, the team doesn't make—they're—they're they're counting on the team making the playoffs. Because if the team doesn't make the playoffs, then they have to refund everybody's money right, right up front, yep. and they don't have that money anymore, and it becomes you know, uh, yeah. uh, Ozark—we're <laughs> laundering <laughs> this money kind of situation. Um, y-
1: you know what? I think all the major league teams do this, but I just think Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, and it's not fan-friendly.
0: No, I think they should at least go series by series.
1: Yeah, series by series would be uh, more—I guess I could stomach that a little more. But when you see those prices, you're like, no thanks, especially because all of this is likely going to be moot. Because the the twins, to to borrow a phrase from Tony Kornheiser, are— Seeming to be choking dogs. (laughs) They were just swept by the Yankees. Um, Yeah. They they, they seem, there's two teams that the Twins seem to just, you know, roll over and die for. They're scared to death of them the Twins now and the Indians. The Yankees and the Indians? Yeah, I'm sorry. The Yankees and the Indians. See, I'm all flustered. I just, I can't, (laughs) they cannot. They can't pitch. Okay, their pitching is has gone down the drain. They have one good mm-hmm. pitcher now. You can't win ball games if, even if the baseball is juiced, you cannot expect your team to continue to score six to eight runs a game.
0: No, it seems important in baseball to be able to pitch. That seems like a it does.
1: Team and big thing. sexy has gone down the tubes. Big sexy got, we got more out of we the twins got more out of big sexy than than they could have expected.
0: I don't know who that is, but Bartolo you know, Colon. Oh.
1: And now he's, he's had two games in a row where, you know, he's been out in he's the second big. inning. He's, he definitely is big. I don't know about the sexy part. <laughs>
0: yeah, they
1: had Big Sexy Night. Well, certainly not
0: to me, I'll say that. No,
1: not to me either. They had Big Sexy Night here at Target Field, and he was That's pitching. That's what they called it? Big Sexy Night, and they said they sold t-shirts, and he gave up, I don't know, six runs by the second inning and got pulled or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not so sexy.
1: So maybe the twins jinxed Mr. Big Sexy.
0: Well, I will say this: it seems ridiculous to sell tickets to games that are likely not to even happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, they I should understand. At
0: least have to be secured a spot in the playoffs before they sell playoff tickets. Honestly,
1: I agree. Or a, a, at least, you know, if there's going to be a tiebreaker wild card game, they might. Yeah. maybe that could be, but th- sold early. But this is ridiculous, and I'm not going to buy them. So now I can't even go see them if they're in the postseason. I can, but I'll have to buy them on uh, you know, a third party and I'll have to yeah. pay jacked up prices. But it's better than shelling out $2,800 up front. I mean, come on. Get this right. Agreed.
0: I, 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 I don't like this sort of sales tactics at all. I think we know that.
1: Yes. I mean, I <laughs> think it's a, it's so a racket by not just baseball oh, yeah. teams. I think every sport does this, every major sport. Yeah.
0: See, I'm not into going to see sporting events live anyway, so I think it's all a scam. Well, I think it's all a rip-off, I should say.
1: It definitely is a rip-off when you jack the price of the seats up times four from what I pay during the regular season. That's I mean, crazy. I can see maybe doubling it, but four times? No.
0: Well, if you want to see a playoff baseball this year, I, I don't even know if the Braves, the Braves surely can't be in the playoffs, but so <laughs> no. whenever the Braves are in the playoffs, if you want to see like... Even World Series games, you could go, like, buy them at the gate, you know, at face value probably the day of the game, an hour before the game. Because even in, like, World Series games for the Braves, like here in Atlanta, like the stadium, like the upper decks are, like, not even full. So,
1: Yeah, well, you might be right during the is. regular season, but if it's a World Series game, I bet you the, the oh, scalpers I'm, I'm not are going to hawk the, the tickets play- up a little bit or jack them up. But
0: I'm, I'm not kidding you. The playoffs, like, what was it? It was, it was in the 90s. This is when they were good. And I remember watching it on TV going, those seats are empty. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right.
1: Area. We've talked about Atlanta It's, it's an Atlanta thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's an Atlanta thing. It's, they sort of halfway care.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: Even when they're winning, they don't really care.
1: Kind of like the Florida baseball, or the Florida sports, I guess, in general. That's
0: exactly right. And yep. um, You see the Dolphins games on TV and they have tarps over half the seats. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Or like Los Angeles recently with the new football teams where the just oh, pictures awful. of like the Rams. That was awful. Wow. Yeah. That's got to be embarrassing. It has to hey, be. Hey, we're moving to a new, and they just got there. Didn't the Rams just get to Los Angeles yes, last year?
1: Yes. It's bad. That was, I think and, that was not a very smart move.
0: Oh, no. I mean I know Chargers they used worse. to be
1: they used to be the LA Rams with Dickerson and stuff but
0: Yeah, I was okay with them moving there. The Chargers no. The no, Chargers is bad. The, move. Right,
1: the Chargers that is bad. Nobody likes the Chargers even in San Diego and now you alienated your San Diego base. Yes, the ones that I, did I, like you now they hate you.
0: Did you see where the mayor of Los Angeles came out and said we don't really need two football teams <laughs> like a few weeks ago?
1: No, I didn't. Well then Hawk, yeah. I'm sure the mayor had something to do with getting the teams there or at least had to Passed through his office. I'm sure he was involved in some talks.
0: Or Maybe she. I, he? She? Who knows? I, I think the owner of the Chargers made a mistake.
1: Def- yeah. Big uh-huh. mistake. Huge.
0: Huge. Uh, so anything else happened this week before we wrap up the week in review?
1: Hmm. Well, I found out that I am not 100% Scandinavian like I've always believed. It turns out I'm only 92% Scandinavian.
0: That wraps it up for yet another week in review. We hope you've enjoyed listening so far, and we'll continue listening, I guess. we got another segment coming up next. Pronunciaciones. Oh, it's not. It's not Spanish. Okay. Pronunciations, I think, is how you say that word, right? Uh, You might like this. I don't know. I mean, come on. I don't know you, really, so what... What do I know? Well, obviously, I don't know you when I ask the question, what do I know? It's kind of more of a you know rhetorical question. Uh, I don't really want anybody to answer that because it, it would be a huge list, first of all. Who writes this stuff? Oh, no one? Oh, that makes sense.
1: So we haven't done pronunciations in a while. And we have a huge list, which we could go over. But, you know, we'll, I think we'll do a few here today. Um,
0: I think you mean huge. Huge, list.
1: Huge. Huge, yes. So, so f- I mean,
0: since this is a pronunciation segment.
1: Yeah, I'm I, sorry, I got that wrong. Huge. There you go. So, the first one I heard, uh, I guess it was a few weeks ago now when I was visiting my parents in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And this isn't really as much of a pronunciation as in like, how do you pronounce this word? Because it's not really a word. But uh, I guess it's more of, I've not heard this in this manner before. So anyway, we're at my parents' church, and someone said to the woman standing next to me, oh, look at your cute hairs cut. Hairs cut.
0: With an S? Yes. Like, hairs, multiple hair, cut.
1: Now, I've heard people put an S on like hair to make it plural, like, I need to get my hairs cut. I've heard that, which also... I feel is incorrect, but it doesn't matter. I mean, but I've never heard it as a noun like this before. Uh, look at your cute hairs cut.
0: I was going to say the noun part of it is what's wrong because yeah. hair, hair saying hairs cut like two different words is okay because hair, I mean, technically it is multiple hairs. You're not cutting just one hair, but also hair by itself. When you refer to that, like the hair on your head, like hairdo, that kind yes. of situation, it's, it's kind of like an all encompassing it's kind of like a thing into itself it's not they're not talking about the actual individual hairs obviously so right. to say hairs it's it's not wrong to say hair i'm going to get my hairs cut it's not i don't think it's wrong i think it's unnecessary and kind of weird but to put it together and to describe a thing like hair like the this self-contained all containing hair like hairdo kind of thing to right. say you wouldn't say hairs do
1: no No. So so, to say
0: hair's cut as a one singular word thing is (laughs) crazy to me.
1: And I I mean, to get my hair's cut, I think hair, the plural of hair is hair, not hairs. But like I said, I've heard it before. Wait a minute. Well, you don't say I get my hair's cut. I mean, I have heard people say it, but it's hair cut, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's haircut as in a, it's the a haircut is more like a verb. It's not a, haircut right. is not a noun. So technically, if you're going to say, I'm going to get my haircut, you need, that's, that's a verb. You should say hairs. No, that's a noun with a, with a verb. Cut yeah, is the verb. Cut is the verb. You should, but haircut so is a gonna,
1: noun. The word haircut is a noun. Mm, really? I think so. So then if hair's cut is a noun, I've never heard it used as a noun before.
0: Let's look this up.
1: Okay, but hair's cut. Let's do some
0: Googling here.
1: You're not going to say, oh, um, my hairs are are getting long. You say my hair's getting long. Hair is getting long. I don't know. I've heard people say, like I said, I'm going to get my hairs cut. But when you put it into a noun form, that's where I draw the line.
2: Yeah, I think
0: I think you're right. Let's see. I'm trying to I can't believe a haircut doesn't have a Wikipedia page.
1: Does it have a definition like if you just type in haircut definition it should come up.
0: Uh yeah, hold on.
2: Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a noun, haircut. haircut. It's a noun.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. The style in which a person's hair is cut.
1: Yeah, like a, a hairdo. Reduction in
0: the stated, uh, also, a reduction in the stated value of an asset. What? Example, the banks would probably be willing to take a haircut on the rest.
1: <laughs> now that I didn't know. If somebody said I, that next to me, maybe that's what that lady was talking about. Maybe so. Yeah. So anyway, I found that kind of funny and uh, took note of it mentally. And then eventually wrote it down for this podcast.
0: If she would have said, I'm going to get my hairs cut, I would, I would have thought it was kind of strange, but that would have been okay. But when you describe it haircut, like when you're talking about somebody's hairdo hairstyle, you can't say hairs cut. I agree. I like your hairs do. I like your hairs style. That No, that doesn't work.
1: And I also. That's the official ruling. Well, I also, you know, I think that it's. I think I'm going to get my hairs cut is incorrect, but I'm okay with that more than I am using it as a noun. That's my official well, ruling.
0: Well, the only reason I am okay with that is because it eliminates the dad joke of going to get my hair cut. Or like I went to get my hair cut and the dad joke is, you know, all of them or just one, you know, that kind of oh, yeah. That's stupid.
1: Definitely. My and dad uses of, yeah. that joke. My <laughs> yes, dad actually says everybody's that.
0: dad. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of dad jokes, literally out of my dad's mouth this weekend when they came to visit, we're going into uh, the grocery store and the people in front of him say, hey, how you doing? You know, as we're kind of walking up to the door, you know, kind of the general, you know, we're both walking at the door. We need to talk to each other so we don't, it's not weird when we try to both go through the door at the same time situation. Right. There's a couple in front of us, me and my dad are walking and they get to the door first and my dad goes, hey, how you doing? They go, good, good. How are you? And my dad goes, like a farmer in his field. And he paused. And oh, I, I know the punchline. Like, and he goes, and the guy looked at him like, kind of like, oh. And he goes, outstanding.
1: Yes. Love Which your is, dad.
0: <laughs> I, the guy looked at me like, because he was probably my age, the, the guy. And the guy looked like his wife was with him. I was a couple. He looked at me like, is this dude for real? And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Outstanding so, in yes. his field. Love it. Yeah, And I actually knew that punchline, so what does that tell you about my humor?
0: You've been around a lot of dads? (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We're moving on from poor jokes and and hair's cuts. Hair's cuts. There's another one. Mm. Okay, so this next word I've heard a few times on the, I think on the podcast, Pod Save America, which used to have a different name.
0: That's the guys who were at the Ringer. That's like John Favreau and yes. the other guy, right? Love it, N- um, not Love it.
1: John yeah. Favreau and I think Love it makes appearances, but there's another guy I think that does it with Favreau. Anyway,
0: yeah, there's two main guys, and they were at the Ringer doing political stuff, and then for some reason they they were like sixteen hundred in That's it. Or that's like it. That was,
1: Keeping it sixteen hundred was what it was called. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was.
0: And then now they split off, and now they're Pod Save America, right?
1: Yes, you got it. Okay, so. They, they have said this word in a way that I don't say it, which is, you know, kind of the reason for this segment. We like to talk about yes. these things. So, I'm going to mm-hmm. spell this one. D-I-V-I-S-I-V-E. Divisive. Correct. They, they, say, hey! <laughs> they say divisive.
0: I think that is the British pronunciation.
1: Ooh, is Favreau British? No.
0: no. Yeah. Not that I know of. I haven't heard. I haven't heard. I haven't heard them on the new podcast. But I listened to them a few times when they were on the Ringer, and a couple times they were on with uh, on the uh, on Simmons's podcast. Um, and I heard them before. And he. No, I do not think they are anything but American. Right. I could be wrong. They might be Canadian. Could be.
1: Could be. I say divisive as well. Okay. Yes. Now this next. So they said one, divisive. They said divisive, and a couple of times, mm-hmm. different episodes. Okay. This next one floored me just about as much as hair's cut.
0: Okay, I'm excited.
1: My um, coworker said this the other day. So once in a while, the they bring you know I work in a healthcare facility and they bring uh, like a mobile truck that sells scrubs for the nurses.
0: Mm-hmm. They have um, a scrub truck, a scrub like truck. A food truck, but for scrubs. Yeah, for scrubs. Scrub and, truck.
1: And you open it up and you, people can walk in. It's a big trailer, but they sell. Scrubs and other things. Um, I've n- I've never been in it because they don't allow the therapists to wear scrubs. But that's a whole different. Uh,
0: what? What? Oh, you we're know, gonna have to get into that at oh, some. We're point. We're
1: gonna have to get into it, brother.
0: <laughs> we we had enough outre- outrage outrage yes. last week, so yes. we'll save that for another time.
1: Um. So anyway, she said, "Well, I'm gonna, you know, I I'm gonna go and and get. I'm tired of wearing my name tag. Wait a minute. I,
0: I just, wait a minute." Are scrubs really like you can't wear them unless you're an official nurse or doctor? Is that for real?
1: Some some healthcare facilities allow all their employees and including uh, receptionists and office staff to wear the yeah. scrubs and the therapists. Some facilities mm-hmm. do not. Seems comfortable. It looks comfortable anyway. Oh my gosh, they're very comfortable. I mean, I have worked where I was allowed, but the current place I work doesn't allow it. Hmm. They Sounds want like, it.
0: it looks like it feel like wearing pajamas.
1: It does. It's fantastic. Okay. It's fantastic. Yeah, I bet. So anyway, the, the my coworker said, Well, I'm gonna I'm tired of wearing my name tag. I don't like wearing my name tag clipped to my collar. So I'm gonna go get mm-hmm. so she wants one of those things that you wear around your neck and then your yes, name tag. Do you want Yeah?
0: A, I know exactly what you're talking
1: about. Okay, tell me how you'd pronounce that.
0: It's like it's when you go to a convention or something and yes. you, everybody's got them all. Yeah. It's it's a lanyard.
1: Yes. She said, Um, I'm gonna go get one of those Lenards. <laughs> <laughs> And I Lennard. I had to think about what she was talking about because I eventually put it together because she said she wanted to wear her name tag around her neck. A Lenard. Yeah. Not even a Lanyard. No Y in there. Leonard.
0: <laughs> Did she not, not see the Y in there?
1: I don't know. I, 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 I've, I've never, never, heard never ever heard Lenard. I've heard hairs. She... Come on, get my hairs cut, but not Lenard.
0: Yes. Le- Leonard is a new one on me. Yeah, not only the the emphasis on the different syllable, but you know, just leaving out the y completely.
1: Yeah, it sounds like she's talking about her uncle Leonard or Leonard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Leonard. <laughs> which would if you if you pronounce Leonard Leonard, you're also wrong. It's,
1: you are wrong. It, it's like or, divisive, you're, French, or which, you're French, so you're still yeah, wrong. Or a British, <laughs> Leonard. Yeah, French would be more accurate. <laughs> so anyway, I um. I laughed at that one.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Now then, ne- I hadn't heard that one. The next one, I feel like we might have done before, but I have to mention this because I couldn't believe it. So this was Mr. Chuck Todd on Meet the Press this past Sunday. Okay. I, I couldn't believe it, so I'm gonna spell you this word.
0: Chuck Todd. Wait a minute. You said of Meet the Press. I thought Chuck. Todd. Is this the same Chuck Todd that's it's, of Reginald the monkey yes, betting fame, picking games? Okay, but that's he how said I said this on yeah. Meet the Press. Oh, okay.
1: P-O-T-P-O-U-R-R-I.
0: Okay. Speaking I got, of French. Yeah. I, I know the way that I, which I believe is the proper pronunciation of this, but I also can see where and have heard other people say the other way. So it's potpourri.
1: Yeah. Or, or, I like that. You, you stress the first syllable. I say potpourri.
0: Potpourri. But that's like yeah, five guys
1: and five guys. So that's okay. Yes. We're, we're good with that. Yeah,
0: both of those are close enough, yeah.
1: But he said...
0: <laughs> no, he did not. He
1: did too. No. He said potpourri. No. no. He did. I'm like, what that's are you just doing, wrong. Chuck Todd?
0: Why didn't his producer stop him?
1: I don't know. Is it live? Is Meet the press live? live? It must I be. don't think so. He said it potpourri.
0: Wow. Yeah, wow. That's That's... <laughs> That's enough reason to put like in a thirty second delay and bleep that word out. That's awful.
1: I thought so, and then I'm like, wait a pot-pourri. minute, potpourri. Who does that? It's potpourri or pope? Yes, potpourri. Potpourri. I don't remember. I can't potpourri. do it. Potpourri. Yeah. So anyway, you know, Chuck Todd. I hope he's better wow. at picking games than pronouncing potpourri. <laughs>
0: potpourri. You know what? This just reminded me of one that um. Someone in my, um, that I know will, that will remain nameless to protect their identity. Um, <laughs> my daughter, his six, is reading this book. Uh, have you heard the, the Skippy John Jones books? The what? Skippy John Jones is the name of the book.
1: No, I haven't heard of them.
0: It's kids books, uh, and there's a bunch of them. But there, she loves them. So you just learn how to read. It's good for her. You know, they're real simple. Um, sure. So <laughs> he's, a, he's a dog.
2: Oh, well, I'm or sure i like it. Or maybe he's a cat.
0: I, I'm i not sh- 100% sure because um, I think even the book kind of confuses me. As I've just read one of them with her, and I'm like, is this a dog or a cat? And she's like, I think it's a dog. And my wife is like, I think it's a cat. And so they're like going back and forth about that. <laughs> and then because it, it mentions him being like a chihuahua. hmm And so we're riding in the car, and I'm actually going to name who said it now because it's it's, it's ridiculous and funny. Uh, my son, who is excellent at reading, but um, doesn't like watch a lot of TV or things like that where he would have heard this word before. Because uh, if, if he's a dog, if Skippy John Jones is a dog, he's a chihuahua. Okay. So I'm, my daughter's talking about this book, and I'm like just asking her questions, even though I know the answers, just to, you know, have a conversation. Uh, and she's like, I think he's a cat. And um, my son goes, no, he's a dog. He's a Chihuahua. And I went, what? <laughs> he said he's a Chihuahua, and I said, "You mean Chihuahua?"
1: I. Love and he said, that. "No,
0: Chihuahua." And I was like, <laughs> "I know you're just. I'm glad that you were excellent at you know sounding this stuff out phonetically, but it's Chihuahua." And he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and it just cracked me up.
1: That's funny. That reminds me of when I first was reading the Harry Potter books. Yeah. And I didn't. I, oh, there's that, all
0: kinds of names in there.
1: there. There are, but the one of the main characters, the, the girl. Yes. Hermione. Yes. I always read her name as Hermione.
0: Yep, that's wh- that's how he pronounced it, too, until he uh, saw the movies.
1: Yeah, and then when, they, when I first yeah. saw the movie, I'm like, wait a minute, it's not Hermione, it's Hermione.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's all those fantasy characters. Like, I'm sure Game of Thrones is full of that stuff. If you read the books, like the Song of Fire and Ice stuff. Oh, and then probably. Heard, yes. It'd be, you'd be like, whoa, that's not how. Because I remember reading stuff like The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. And those are more easily to pronounce in some cases than, you know, some of the newer stuff. But it's like you read some of those books and you get it in your head because you never really say it out loud. You just get the pronunciation in your head as you're reading. You know, if it's a main character, if it's a character, the name is repeated. And then you actually hear somebody else say the name. And you're like, What? What what are you talking about? That's not how you pronounce that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Chiahua.
0: Chiahua. It's a Chiahua. I love that. That's great, yeah.
1: Okay, we're gonna do one more. Okay. And I heard this on Bill Simmons' podcast. Actually, Bill Simmons himself said it. And this one I hadn't oh, heard before. He's the king
0: either. of mispronunciations.
1: Okay, so here it is. S-U-B. S-E-Q-U-E-N-T.
2: Subsequent. Correct. And mm-hmm. and he said subsequent.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: I don't. I, I can see subsequent. That. I've never heard anybody. Say I mean, that. I think
0: it's wrong. Uh, I've I've I think I've actually heard either heard the episode or I've heard him say that another time before. But he mispronounces everything. Does he, he butchers people's names. He mispronounces everything, and willingly, fully admits it. I mean, oh, okay. he will come out and say I'm terrible at pronunciations and names. It's like simple words that I'm like, how do you not know how to pronounce that? Even even more so than subsequent. He said some stuff before that I'm like, how how were you ever a writer?
2: <laughs> how right. Did,
0: how did you get started? And honestly, if you go back and look at his stuff, I, I like reading his stuff. I, I, liked, I liked him a lot more when he was with ESPN, honestly, because it was like, even though they kind of held him back a little bit, they kind of kept his, you know, everything Boston in check a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Not and anymore. And now <laughs> that
0: he's doing, no, and it's kind of run wild and it's 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 almost turned me off from because I guess if you are from Boston or really love Boston sports you know you're really it may you may like it more but I'm just like it's not that I even hate Boston teams or whatever it's just I don't want to hear about it stuck into every single conversation yeah does that make sense I don't want to hear I I don't want to hear it you know kind of pushed in or you know elbowed into every single thing that they talk that he talks about with you know anytime sports comes up or any teams or whatever It's like so what about the Celtics or, you know, the Patriots is. Yeah. And it's just like, think of, you know, get some different angles and stuff, dude.
1: Yeah, right. So how about the twins? Oh, never mind.
0: <sighs> Did you get those tickets yet?
1: <laughs> no. Um, you know, you talked about your dad visiting earlier.
0: hmm mm-hmm.
1: And I saw some pics that Jason's wife took, some um, pictures. I guess I should be more clear since we're in the pronunciation section.
0: Some photographs
1: photographs and um she called them she called you know so that your your parents your kids grandparents mimi and papa
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and um i had not i i when i grew up i used to i wondered is this a regional pronunciation thing or what is this because i grew up calling them grandpa and grandma or grandma and grandpa
0: same here and I would call my grandparents, because when I was a kid, all four of mine were alive. Uh, and so I would call them by, like, grandpa and then their last name. And yeah. Or grandma, their last name. So it was to, to differentiate it. So I called them grandma and grandpa the entire time. No, it's a, has come about in the last 20 years thing is what it is. Okay, so it's not of,
1: southern necessarily. It could be no, up it's, north. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's,
0: okay. It's baby boomers not wanting to be called grandma and grandpa is what I get out of it. Because my parents came up with what they wanted, and we asked them, we were like, well, I'll "Tell them my kids to call you whatever you want." I mean, when I'm if if I ever am ever a grandparent, I'm going to tell them to call me by my first name because that's half the time my kids refer to me that anyway. Because that's my name. I mean, yeah, you ain't got to put any honorifics or anything on me. I don't give a crap. And so, it's my mom was like, "Here's what we want to be called," and I was like, "Sure, that's fine." And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but that has happened in the last I think 20 years. This past generation of Um, we don't want to be called grandma and grandpa because that seems like an old thing. It's, you know, anyway, yeah.
1: So I don't think it's
0: a regional thing because I've heard other people say it before.
1: Okay, all right. Well, uh, it was always grandma and grandpa, except for uh, my dad's mom that we Mm -hmm. called a a derivative of our our last name Grandma Oni. Ah. But that was the only one. My other grandma wasn't, it was just grandma and Grandma Oni.
0: Oh, that's how you differentiate it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I know some. I have some Italian friends, and they call. They say "nona" for grandma because that means grandma in Italian. So yeah, nona. Call nona,
1: See now, mm-hmm. well, that makes sense if they're that's their first language.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, but abuela. Uh, no these these people have been in you know America for three four gener- multiple oh, generations. Oh,
1: okay, now. okay. But it's, this is
0: not you know somebody who can't, Even the grandpa, even the grandparents didn't you know come over on a boat. It's no. Okay. It's just it's just, you know, throwing back it's because people don't want to be called grandma and grandpa, I think is what it is.
1: Okay. Well a
0: lot of times. What's really funny is to see her I think it's like you mentioned is it a regional thing. I think it's more of a generational thing. I think if you were around more parents and grandparents now, you would see you would hear more memes and papas. Things like that. Oh,
1: maybe. Because I'm not around many. Because
0: yeah. Right. Because when my dad what he called his grandparents, be my great grandparents, he called one set Big Mama and Big Daddy. <laughs> And that may be a southern thing, but that's also an old, older generation thing. So it was Big Mama, which I thought was hilarious. And she was alive when I was old enough to remember. I remember hanging out with her. So funny. I called her Big Mama, too.
1: And speaking of Boston, Big Poppy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do we have a cast on the show this week? Answer no or yes. It's a binary thing. Do we have a cast? Do we have a cast?
1: Do we have a cast? Answer no or yes. Um, No.
0: Well, hello there. We hope you've enjoyed the show so far. If you'd like to send us feedback, you can reach us on the Twitter at SpeakTangents or or via email at SpeakTangentsPodcast at gmail.com. I'm from New Zealand and I approve this accent, mate. So do we have any feedback this week?
1: Yes, we do have feedback. Um, the first one will go to Facebook. So in response to our photo that accompanied last week's episode announcement, the one that had mm-hmm. the monkey selfie and, and Martin Screlly smiling right next to each other.
0: Which was eerily similar.
1: Shout out to our interns on that one. Um, Eric Londrigan commented on the photo saying, I am struck by how similar those smiles are, and yet I have no desire to punch the monkey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is really funny.
0: That's really good.
1: Um, now, on landlines, you spoke last week about having a landline phone and maybe being the only one who still has a landline. Yes. Um, John Miller at JKM563 said, I got rid of mine when I got rid of AOL. <laughs> Ed Butt at EDB 1947 said still have AOL so <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's funny That's
0: that's becoming an ex- increasingly exclusive club it, of people that still have AOL I imagine
1: Most definitely I'd never had AOL I did I think the first I account CompuServe I ever had that. was Prodigy Oh really I just I don't even is AOL this is uh,
0: oh, boy. Here is, we go.
1: Is AOL a browser or what is AOL?
0: It's a service. It's an internet service.
1: Okay. So like Comcast. Do you know what AOL stands for? America Online.
0: Yeah. No, not like Comcast. Comcast is an internet provider. Well, maybe AOL was at the time because you dialed into them with a modem. So, yeah, sort of.
1: Okay. So it's but not there, it like was
0: also, Hotmail and it Yahoo. It was CompuServe. No.
1: Okay, but, but they, they gave, gave you your a, own uh, in you, your, in your, our email address.
0: You need to watch Halt and Catch Fire. You need to catch up.
1: Um, I, am, I have watched Fire. the first five episodes.
0: Oh, so you need to get into like season three.
1: Well, season
0: two even gets into some of this, but season three in particular. And you'll see, they talk, I actually mentioned CompuServe by name in there at one point.
1: Okay, well, if we want to get into First World Problems, I will tell you that I could watch it faster. But Netflix, again, I've talked about this about a month ago or more now, will not let me plug my cable into my TV. I cannot watch Netflix unless I watch it on my phone because they block it. That is weird. Now, Amazon Prime doesn't block it, but Netflix does. That's
0: something to do with the the HD copy protection, HD Yeah, and it's ridiculous. I pay
1: for the service.
0: Yeah, there's a way around that, I'm sure. It's, it might be a cable, or like what you're hooking, the TV you're hooking into is not, you know, compatible with it. it there's, there's a way to do that, for sure. Something's well, it's like something that. Netflix that, has that changed,
1: happen. because I was able to do it for a long time. So they yeah, changed that it. That's not good. No, and I shouldn't have yeah. to pay money on a new cable, because Netflix is doing this. Jerks. That's
0: true. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Moving on. But
0: yeah, you need to, you need to watch that show because it is very cool how they address a lot of stuff that happened in there. But yeah.
1: I'm definitely liking it so far.
0: Yeah, it's great. It gets better.
1: I just can't Even. binge it the way I want to.
0: Well, you could on your phone.
1: Now, Dr. Garrett Schumann at G-A-R-R-T mm-hmm. tweeted us this. Speaking of tangents, asks the world's pressing questions. When people say manila envelope, is it the color, the style, the size? Question mark? Hashtag nonsense.
0: <laughs> and I think I tweeted at that. I still don't know.
1: Yeah. So we've got yes, clarifications. Oh, okay. Coolant Claire at Cool Aunt Claire uh-huh. tweeted us the paper was originally made from manila hemp, the fiber mm-hmm. of a Philippine plant, also used to make rope, matting, Etc. And then mm. she included a definition of manila, manila, made of strong, light brown paper. A manila, a manila, a manila folder, manila envelopes.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Good to know. So it is actually the paper, of the, so it's technically, unless it's actually made of that, then it's not correct to call it a manila envelope.
1: Yeah, I guess, but the definition just says strong, light, brown paper. It doesn't say strong, light, brown paper from manila hemp. Oh, okay. So I think we need a clarification of the clarification. There you go. Now, remember last...
0: This will always be an unsolved mystery. (laughs) Yeah. I think sometimes some things you just have to accept that they're, you know, never going to be solved, and this is one of them.
1: I think uh, I'll be okay. I can move on. (sighs) I guess I will, too. Yeah. Now, last week, I think we were talking about a gentleman that I think it started from a, a gentleman that Jen Babish retweeted, and he had yes. a second in his name. So we yes. talked about junior versus second versus third, and this sparked a lot of conversation. Um, yes. And we'll read a couple of them here. Mary Faye Randolph at Mary F E T X said, Talk to a friend who is a second. He has, a grandfa- he has grandfather's exact name, not dad's. Second is used when it's second person with a name, but not the next generation. Okay. Or it could be a boy named after uncle, or any from a previous generation, not the father. If you don't agree, find something to back you up.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um, I, I gotta be honest, I, I've read these tweets, and I still don't understand. It's kind of complicated. Well, it's,
0: it's like taking a... Family name, but it's not your direct father.
1: Yeah. So uncles and, again, not but, much talk about women. Well, you know. But I think apply. Brad Weiss did say Elizabeth II. There is that, but those are queens, right? Correct. Okay. Now, James That's Con... Not,
0: that <laughs> has nothing to do... <laughs> yeah.
1: It has nothing to do with we wouldn't, we wouldn't
0: call Elizabeth. About. We wouldn't call Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth II, Queen Elizabeth Jr. <laughs> I'd <laughs> love that. Although that would be hilarious to That me. would be fantastic. I, I, to me, look, I feel like if you name a kid, if it's not after the father, th- most of the time I feel like uh, I would never name my own kid after my brother unless, unless it's like to honor him because my brother is, you know, passed away and yeah. I can totally understand that and that would, that's totally viable to me. But nice. to me personally, I always wanted to punch my brother in the face, not name my kids after him. <laughs> I love my brother, but I would not name my kid after him. So I, I wonder if, it's, if this is really, you know, naming, if you have an uncle is the same name as you, or if I can understand grandfather's name because mm-hmm. you want to honor your dad by naming your kid after him. But I I, I feel like it, there should not be a rule on this. If you want to go by junior, go by junior. If you want to go by the second, you go by the second.
1: That's good with me.
0: Which begs the question: If a kid is the second, then is it correct to go by the first?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. So the so the relative that the second is named after would be the first.
1: Yes, and I think which I think I'm going to just start dad calling jokes. myself that.
0: Yes, speaking of dad jokes, that's one of my dad's go to jokes grow when I was a kid he would be like and he would say his name said I blah 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 the first yeah <laughs> and I'm just like
1: oh boy he sounds here we go. he sounds like my my dad type of jokes
0: oh he is a character his favorite saying that um Jason's wife rolls her eyes at every time cuz he <laughs> says it all he used to say it all the time when it's and it often comes out like right as he when they're coming to visit it came out all the time when I was a kid. I heard, I heard this all the time. Whenever he's around people that, you know, he's meeting for the first time. Yes. To make a first impression. He'll be like, hey, my name is, and say his name. And then he'll say, you know, I'm 200 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. <laughs> to strangers. <laughs> so he's a character.
1: Yeah, so we all have those jokes from our dads or grandfathers or whatever that we mm-hmm. have heard so many times. And we don't think they're funny, but other people do. And you could remember them. Or
0: they laugh out of, you know... Obligation. (laughs) Yes,
1: right, right. I haven't heard that one, um, but my dad has many of his own that I will spare you from repeating at this point. (laughs) Now, James Cunningham at James IV, the fourth, I guess, Mm. 1978. Yes, that would be the fourth. He said, as the fourth of my namesake, if your father is the first, then you're a junior. If your uncle is the first, then you're the second.
0: Hmm. See, this gets back to the yeah. name and the kid after your brother.
1: Exactly. Well, I'm just going to say I'm KJ the first. There you go. Because
0: James they, James is the new hope of Cunningham's.
2: The new hope?
0: Mm-hmm. What Let's am I missing here?
1: <laughs> I'm missing something. Somebody
0: will get that joke.
1: Okay, it has to do with the name Cunningham. Nope. <laughs> You oh. better
0: move on. All
1: right, I'm going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> One um, person
0: out there will get that joke.
1: Okay, well, I can't wait for someone to explain it to me, because you're obviously not okay. going to do it. On not the f- now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on the fair and the birthing barn that we talked about last week. Oh, yes. Sean Morrissey at Sean underscore Morrissey said, they call it the birthing center here. Hashtag mm. fair talk.
0: By here, does he mean like at his house or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably the Maryland State probably Fair. Probably
1: the Maryland the State okay. Fair, yeah. Okay, now, we wouldn't have a feedback section, section without food, some food talk. That is correct. So, Brad Weiss, at one Brad Weiss, tweeted us a picture of home, some homemade recipe for fig Newtons. And he said, "Oh you've, yeah, I saw that. you've weighed in on figs, right? How about Newtons? Homemade! Exclamation point. Um, yeah. Jenny Robbins, at Robbins underscore Jenny said, I love Newtons and anything with figs. They are one of the most versatile fruits. But, you know, I'm not a Fig Newton fan.
2: I can take them or leave them. I can leave them. Okay.
1: Um, but, and Jen Babish at JBab Sports Chick also agrees with me. She said, I will have my cookie, thank you. <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah. I, yeah I, cookies I, over I Newtons. hesitate to call, yeah, I, I hesitate to call a Fig Newton a cookie. Um, because growing up, that's what my uh, grandmother and sometimes my big mama would <laughs> would give me as a kid, little kid, and call it a cookie. And I'm like, this is this is a poor excuse for a cookie.
2: It is but a poor excuse as an adult. For a
0: I've eaten yeah. As an adult, I've eaten a few of them, and I'm like, yeah, this is not terrible. It's not what I would call a cookie. So I agree with Jen. You know, I much prefer cookies. But if we're talking like fruit snacks, fig newtons are okay. Yeah,
1: I never liked big newtons. But when you talked about Big Big Mama, I, I mm-hmm. have to you reminded me of Grandma Oni who one one year we were visiting a couple of my friends went out to Montana and visited her and she made us some hot chocolate which was excellent. And she said, "Oh, you know what'd be great in this? Peppermint schnapps." <laughs> and then and then we're all like, "Yeah, Grandma, let's get some peppermint schnapps in here." She's like, "Too bad we don't have any." <laughs> wow. And I was like, wait a minute. You're my grandma. You can't do that. <laughs> Never got the peppermint schnapps in the hot chocolate.
0: Oh, you should try
2: it. It's pretty good.
1: Now moving on from figs to mm. this. Jamie Julian at Honey Crisp tweeted us a picture and said, Have you seen these? Candy corn marshmallows. Nope.
0: See, I'm not sure what's worse. Figs with containing parts of dead wasps or, candy, or anything containing candy corn. I think candy corn is going to still be worse.
1: On the subject of candy corn marshmallows and figs containing wasps, I say, didn't see them, don't want to see them.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't eat it, don't want to eat it. Didn't eat it, Not it don't want to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and then Dave Clary uh, at D. Clary Jr. Not the second, Junior.
0: So is this more talk about Junior versus the second? It it is
1: not. Um, Oh. He tweeted us a tweet. So he tagged us. I don't know the lingo. He tagged us in a tweet from Conan O'Brien. Brian. Mm -hmm. Yes, that Conan O'Brien, the Mm -hmm. talk show guy. Asking us if the contents of Conan's tweet were discussion worthy. So here's Conan's tweet. Thoughts and prayers go out to Lay's potato chips, who are clearly having a nervous breakdown. (laughs) Which was hilarious. And what it was, was he tweeted a picture of two bags of Lay's potato chips lying side by side on a table. Mm -hmm. And one was boudin flavor, and one was gumbo flavor.
0: No to both of those.
1: Absolutely no to both. Didn't eat it, don't want to eat it.
0: And I would not have pronounced that boudin, because I didn't know that's what that word was.
1: Um, well, that's... I've never
0: seen that word or heard of that before.
1: It's it's like a sauce, Cajun French sausage. Boudin is how I say it. Yeah,
0: it looked like sausage in the picture on the the bag, like the little drawing.
1: What are they doing with this stuff? Uh, He's right. Lay's is clearly having a nervous breakdown.
0: I agree. They have followed in the line of Oreos.
1: Their tagline is no one can eat just one. I'm sorry. With this flavor? Yes. Yes, they can.
0: Well, I wouldn't eat one. I would eat less than one, yeah, zero. Less so than technically, one. the tagline—you know, theoretically—the tagline is still correct because no one can eat just one. I'm, yeah. I'm about zero. True. Yeah. True.
1: yeah. Um, a little bit of fantasy football. Um, <laughs> now I mentioned before that the Hall of Famer had a great week, except uh-huh. for maybe fantasy football. Uh, well, I mean- because you crushed. <laughs> um. David Johnson going out is a big problem. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, yeah when
0: you draft him first and, yeah, and he goes out, yeah, that,
1: that's tough. That's, that's tough hard break. to come back from. Now, Patrick mm-hmm. Moffitt, the commissioner of Raju's Rejects, handed out draft grades. And he gave you, what did he give you? A minus? Yes. And Hall of Famer got a B plus. That's pretty good. And he gave Adam Benson a D <laughs> for having two kickers on his roster. Which I found yes. completely hilarious. Uh, yes. shout out Patrick. Those draft reds are really good. Great yeah, job great. on the draft. Great Patrick always does great jobs. His notes, his league notes, commissioners' notes, whatever they're called, mm-hmm. they're very good. But I Adam think people
0: that are not in the league can see the the like the standings. I don't think the people who are not in the league can see the actual like lead notes and message boards and stuff. No, Is that correct? I don't think so.
1: Yeah. So um, they're awesome. They are. They're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Adam at Benson underscore the comic comic responded saying, I need two kickers. My brain tells me I need a backup of every position. Judge away.
0: Oh, you've just done yourself in. I don't have to judge. I just hope I play you a couple of times this year.
1: You know, (laughs) okay, I only had one kicker on my roster. And again, Uh how much did Matt, let's just, how many points did Matt Bryant score this week? He must have had a lot because the Falcons kicked the Packers' boot.
0: But still not enough, Not as much as you know, Freeman, who the Packers running back, that's on my team.
1: Yeah. You mean the so Falcons y- running back? Y-
0: y- yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Of course. This is yeah, why see, I... See, I don't
0: even know whose team pe- my players are on. I just know. And I'm still winning. So. I
1: hate fantasy football. How does football. that taste? I hate fantasy football <laughs> because I'm oh, getting mad too. right now. I don't understand why I'm getting mad. I don't really care about anybody's team, but
0: yeah, I'm not invested in it at all. I didn't even check my lineup before the game. I think you texted me on Sunday morning. We we're like, Hey, have you checked your line, I was like, nah. And I didn't.
1: <laughs> well, and well, yeah, I know you. Well. I still
0: like doubled up the hall of famer almost.
1: And the hall of famer. It's when, all luck. When Freeman scored the first touchdown, the hall of famer said, Jason has him. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't God. even know who's
0: on my team half the time.
1: Well, you're doing something right. It's called not caring. I believe Patrick wrote something like, uh, Jason claims to not care, and then he wrote in parentheses, which is probably true. But let's face it, Jason knows stuff. Jason knows a lot of stuff or something like that. Basically talking about how smart you are, which I agree with.
0: I believe he said, I think he might just be one of those people that's good at everything. And then he parenthetically added, and possibly great at everything. Okay, that was probably it. Yeah, I, I you know something like that. I'm not 100% sure. I can't. <laughs> you're not I just read it, you know, you're not quite
1: sure times. if that's verbatim, but you know. Yeah, it, it's
0: I'm not 100% sure, but you know, something about that. Some something similar to that, you know, in that in that ballpark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Patrick Moffitt, he tweeted mm-hmm. us at Moffat Patrick and he said, "Let me just say I freaking love you too." Just started listening but the first 5 minutes of episode 56. Perfect. Very Thank you. cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Now, I, I
0: think we... Seriously, I mean, we joke around a lot, but thanks, man. It's, that means a lot for that anybody listens to this in the first place and that people actually like it and think that, you know, we make sense, even though it is nonsense most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to come out and say things, and I, I, we really appreciate that.
1: Yes, definitely. Thank you, Patrick. Um, but, but I think you and I both kind of joked that, or um, definitely you joked, I maybe just thought it in my head. The first five minutes, wait, it's going, it's probably going to go downhill from there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it like fell up a cliff.
1: Yes. But no. I don't, I don't mean
0: to disappoint you, but yeah.
1: Yeah, but so, no. Thank you, Patrick. Yes. So is there anything else this week that we should cover?
0: Um, Not that I know of. I'm going to get an MRI today.
1: Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. This is a follow-up MRI?
0: Yeah, so this... It may be why this episode is a little shorter and maybe posted late. Todd
1: <laughs>
0: is because I have to go get an MRI, and I don't know. I don't know how long that'll take. But uh, well, just uh, sit still;
1: it, then it won't take very long.
0: Oh, okay, cool. That's good to know.
1: That's pretty good advice <laughs> all around. Sit still. Yeah,
0: uh, believe me. Yes, when you're when you're dealing with jumping off of kids jumping off of furniture exactly. or taking an MRI, sitting still is a good way to go. So did you have anything else this week that you wanted to cover?
1: No, I think that'll do it.
0: All right, then. Bye.
1: Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse craft services provided by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Speaking of craft services, I was at a party honoring the Hall of Famer for being named Toddy this week, and I met a woman there from Boston. She was a delightful, sweet woman, and I had a really great conversation with her. But of course, the first thing I asked her was, as a Boston native, does she like fluffernutters? And she got all excited. Eyes got really big, huge smile. She said, Oh my god, I love fluffernutters. So this is the fourth or fifth mass hole now. Shout out Cool and Claire, John Miller, Michelle Miller, who love these things. Perhaps I need to reconsider my position on them. Nah, I'm good. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.